Welcome back to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast after an extended hiatus. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Mel Heflin, his co-host. It's good to be back. And today, as a return to Supernatural Creatures and Lore, we are talking about a magazine that we wanted to get to earlier, uh, late last year, uh, is the Entertainment Weekly Ultimate Guide to Supernatural, which did come out back during the, <coughs> excuse me, during the 13th release of the uh, season of the show. And then they did an updated version when the show finally ended in season 15. At the time we were recording this, they have just announced that they're doing a Winchester's prequel show, which I'm assuming is going to be about like a young John Winchester. It'd be hilarious if they get Jeffrey Dean Morgan to come back to play young John Winchester. But I mean, that's, that's a lot of mocap they would have to do every single episode or a lot of makeup on him to make him look like the way he did back in 2005, which is a big yeah. difference between Jeffrey Morgan in 2005 and Jeffrey, Mor- Jeffrey Dean Morgan in 2022. I'm hoping they bring back the the young um, John Winchester, like John and Mary. You mean from I don't the, know. From from, the- you mean from the from the episode from the time travel episodes? Yes, that could be possible. I don't see any reason to bring Mary back because this is going to be about John and the boys on the road. Oh, even better. Yeah, I think this is about John with the boys on the road. I don't think it's going to be about Mary and the Campbells as much, which is a big, like, who cares after season six? Because do you remember them mentioning a lot about Mary's, like, monster hunting background and the Campbells after they killed them all off in season six? I think yeah. that was a bad idea to do, and nobody mentions it hardly ever. And I saw that, you know, John and Mary, this whole thing was being mentioned about the pre episodes. And I was, I had the same thoughts that you just did. I was like, why? I mean, I'm, so, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with like a John Winchester prequel show because, you know, he sticks the kids in the hotel. He goes off and does monster hunting stuff. That's fine. You know what I mean? We, we, we got a lot of story to do with that for the next 18, 20 years or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Because by the time yeah. we meet up with Sam and Dean, Sam's like in a, like a sophomore or something in college. And Dean's like in his like mid 20s. So he's only a few years old. You know, he's only uh, five, six, seven years older than Sam. I'm sure someone will be like, oh, I know the whole timeline. I'm going to correct you. And they were actually, you know, <laughs> uh, infant and uh, eight years old or whatever it is. I don't care. <laughs> they were three years, seven months and eight days and 15 minutes apart. I don't care. The point is, is that the show, I, I, I could care less about the young Sam and Dean and more about like, okay, I guess we're going to do the young John Winchester show which I guess will be fine as long as, like, <clears throat> they remember the continuity. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the show that you're talking about, and I wouldn't mind seeing John, and I wouldn't mind seeing some of the kids, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm he'll run into, like, we, He'll run into young Bobby, he'll run into, oh, I'm sure they'll have, like, Misha Collins show up as Castiel as an angel washing <laughs> overhead or something. You know what I mean? Things like that. They'll have, um, you know, they'll never I I, I Yes, they'll have, like, a ghost of Mary pop up once in a while. They'll have other characters that we've seen, like Rufus, probably. You know, things like that. <clears throat> Hopefully they fill in some of the monster gaps, too. There's some monsters that we didn't get to see in 15 seasons that I was looking forward to. Right. So the cover to the guide has uh, <clears throat> Jensen, Jared, and Misha on the cover staring up at you. Then the next page is them, like, looking through a couple of bushes. One is red and one is blue. I'm supposing that's supposed to be a metaphor. The table of contents um, has uh, Jared Jensen, 
Misha <clears throat> just hanging out in the bunker with Crowley, Mark Shepard. Um, it's hard, so hard to say goodbye. And then we have a piece of artwork in here, which is by Kagan McLeod, who uh, it's very comic book style artwork, but doesn't actually work in comics. He does a lot of artwork for Entertainment Weekly. Hmm. These Wayward Sons, we have a cool shot of uh, Jared Jensen, um, Ruth, and uh, Alexander, who plays the uh, the body of Jack. He, this is not actually Jack, don't forget. And uh, Yeah, I did like this, by the way, the, uh, the body of Jack guy, the demon taking Jack's body. <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, that that was good acting for Alexander who got to play, you know, not Jack, but like somebody else different. I agree entirely. And, you know, like I had a little bit of stress, like I didn't love Jack at the time, but I was a little, little stressed out that like, like, Oh no, he's gone. Now you flip the page 14. We have the behind the scenes and we show like uh, Misha holding his angel blade and behind him, which I've seen before, and I don't know how many warehouses you've been to as an actress. Have you seen warehouses where, like, there are buckets of uh, props and stuff like that, and they're all labeled for what the what the different props are? Absolutely. Yeah, jewelry boxes, jewelry cases. I'm sure there's, like, fake guns, rubber guns, rubber bullets, um, crosses. I've been to a warehouse that was set up for uh, monster makeup stuff, and there was, like, you know, prosthetic hands in this bucket, there was blood in this bucket, and there was um, crosses, and you open the tote up, and there's just, like, hundreds of crosses in there. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds about right. <clears throat> um, you, uh, We continue through the behind-the-scenes, more behind-the-scenes pictures of the guys in the bunker and the guys with... Uh, with um, in uh, looks like a scene from season four with Kim Manners, the late great Kim Manners, who passed away during the making of, you know, during Supernatural's run. He was a longtime producer of the X-Files. We've talked about him before. Um, he was director of several episodes of the X-Files. We have In the Fast Lane, a QA. and a um, Just basically more of the, you know, stuff that you see in the EW issues. And then we get to uh, ranking the episodes, which is uh, part of the guide that I really like. They Will Rock You, and it's on page 28 and 29 with a two-page spread of Sam, Dean, and Cass running with the Scooby gang through their cartoon episode. Which as much as I would love to see, and everyone has always keeps saying, oh, I'd love to see more Scooby-Doo with, with Sam and Dean. You don't really, because then it makes that episode not so special anymore. I could feel that. I mean, now, a whole animated movie that way, done in, an, in the Scooby-Doo style, but without Scooby and the gang needing to show up, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. I would buy that. If they put out a directed DVD movie, animated movie, that would be uh, really cool. And it, it, what just came out, uh, I just saw the preview for it. Um, Const Constantine has an animated movie coming out, uh, directed DVD and Blu-ray, and are streaming. And um, it's taking place after the events of the Justice League Apocalypse War, because they referenced that in the trailer. So... Um, they're, you know, it's supernatural doing, becoming animated for like an animated movie here or there. I could see it totally happening. And you just drop it into whatever, you know, season you need to drop it into. Yeah. You know, just reference, oh, this is happening around this, whatever. Or <coughs> don't make a big deal about where it's happening and it could just kind of be anywhere. 
you know, if, if, unless you need to make a point to have Misha in it, and then it's like, obviously, it's after season four. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, page 30, we get stuck in the middle of the few. This is season 12, episode 12, uh, directed by Richard Sprite, which, by the way, I just found out that uh, Richard Sprite has a podcast with the actor who plays Chuck, and they go through every episode of Supernatural. They have over 600 goddamn podcast reviews, and they only have, like, four episodes up. What? Yeah. Why don't they listen to us? Oh, fucking Christ. 600 reviews on iTunes. And they're at a 4.9, by the way. Yeah, we're not famous enough. No, <laughs> well, we sit at, like, a 3.5 or something like that. <laughs> Everybody hates us. People, you need to start leaving the podcast reviews. I love there was one podcast review that said, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad I found this too late. I'm like, I mean, it's never too late to find a podcast. And, and I, I, we never made the episode saying we we're going to go on hiatus. I think the last episode we might have said we were going on hiatus. So, um, you know, um, thank you for that. Just, you know, come back and continue listening, I guess. Yeah, we're <clears> back. In this episode, uh, Stuck in the Middle of You, uh, Sam, Dean, Mary, and Castiel have a challenging run-in with one of the princes of hell, yet the story is told from multiple perspectives. It's one of the best episodes of season 12. I think I agree with that. Then we have episode 14, Tall Tales, season 2, episode... Uh, sorry, season, yeah, season 2, episode 15. Episode 13... Oh, sorry, number 13 in uh, ranking. Don't Call Me Shirley. Season 11, episode 20. God day of Black Rick. Uh, number twelve. That's number twelve, okay. and then number eleven. Just my imagination. Uh, season eleven, episode eight. This is with the imaginary monsters. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Dark side of the moon is number ten, episode five. Uh, s- uh, sorry, season five, episode sixteen. The monster at the end of the book, season four, episode eighteen. This is where Sam Dean find out that their uh, characters in a book. Ghost Facers, Season 3, Episode 13. That's where we re-meet the hapless Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers from the, uh, that we met in Season 1. Uh, number 7, Baby, Episode 4 of Season 11. This is told entirely from the backseat of the car. One of my favorite episodes. Uh, I think the whole episode is shot that way. Almost entirely. Like, yeah. there's a couple outside of the car, but it's it's named the car and shot. Um, number six, the real Ghostbusters, which we've discussed, uh, and fan fiction. They both rank at the uh, number six. This is the uh, that's the musical episode, I think. Mm, I love that one. Yeah. So uh, the real Ghostbusters, fan fiction, and the monsters at the monster at the end of the book are all very tied together. <clears throat> number five, Scooby Natural. Enough said. Number four, Monster Movie, which we've also recently covered. Well, we covered in the last episode that we did, uh, one of the last few episodes we did before we went on hiatus. Um, number three is Season 3, Episode 11, Mystery Spot. Sam, Sam is stuck in a time loop. This is one of the ones we skip to do because otherwise we'd just be really talking about Groundhog Day. <clears throat> yeah, that or I actually went to the Mystery Spot. What do you mean? Like the, the famous Mystery Spot. What's the famous Mystery Spot? I'll send you a link. Okay. Number two, Changing Channels. This is where the guys meet the trickster and are trapped in a TV show loop. And number one, The French Mistake. Where they are in a world where they are Jared and Jensen. What's funny is EW ranks this as their number one episode. A lot of people hate this episode. A lot of people hate the meta episodes. 
I like them. But that's like- also the joke in the um in the uh the fan fiction episode is that the little you know, the director of the play and Dean agree they hate the meta episodes. Really? Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> the finale is ranked uh from well, they say from good to great, but it's obviously it's best to it's best to worst, best to best, worst to best. Um, so we have Survival of the Fittest, episode season seven, Alpha and Omega, season eleven, All on the Watchtower, season twelve, Let the Good Times Roll, season thirteen, Brothers Keeper, season ten, Do You Believe in Miracles, season nine, Mariah, season fourteen, The Man Who Knew Too Much, season six. I did not think season six's ending was that great. Carry yeah. on. Uh, that's the one where Crowley becomes the new god. Um, oh, not Crowley. Castiel becomes the new god. I agree. Yeah, well, he's not the god. He's like the Leviathan god. He's got the... You know, one of the limbo. first. Yeah, he's got all the limbo stuff in him. Yeah. Um, Carry On, season 15, the end of the show. Devil's Trap, season one. Actually, I thought that was the best ending because you're left wondering you know, what's going to happen next with the Impala destroyed and everyone gravely injured. All Hell Breaks Loose, Season 2. Sacrifice, Season 8. No Rest for the Wicked, Season 3. Lucifer Rising, Season 4. And Swan Song, Season 5. Yes, Swan Song has always been considered to be the best. Uh, because that's where the show was supposed to end. Yeah. <coughs> um, I, I feel like seven, uh, Season 7 should have been way further down the list. But oh, not my list. Then you switch to uh, page 38 and 39. They're on the highway to hell. Um, brotherly love. Just a talk about the different characters of Supernatural and like family and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Meet the Winchesters. Born to be wild. Page 46 and 47. We get a lot of pictures of the guys. Really young. We get that cast photo, of course, of Mary and John Winchester um, with uh, Sam and Dean because that was the big 300 episode. Oh, okay. Um, and that's funny, by the way, I say that, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this photo does not look like the Jeffrey Dean Morgan of the 2005, which is supposed to be back in 1980. No, no, he does no, not. No, 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 no. Um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan in 2005, which is set in 1980, is looks a hell of a lot different than Jeffrey Dean Morgan when he shows up. <clears throat> when he shows up in the middle of the show to help Sam and Dean, uh, um, you know, they, 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 they do a good job making Jeffrey Dean Morgan look very young and very old later on in that season. But later, you know, 15, 16 years later, there's just no way Jeffrey Dean Morgan, they're going to pull off without a lot of makeup and some motion caption. <clears throat> yeah. In the Hunter's truck, tools of the trade. We've got the word of God, the cult, the devil's trap, holy water, wooden stakes, Ruby's knife, silver knife, silver bullets, I absolutely love these prop trucks. Have you ever seen one of these uh, supernatural prop cars at the convention? Oh, I wish. The, uh, but not this. So I feel like this would be better than the Batmobile to look at, honestly. Maybe. Here they be monsters. We've got a. Uh, this is on page fifty-eight. What are some of the locations of here there be monsters? Fifty-eight and fifty-nine pages. <clears throat> oh, I want to go on this road trip. Sure, all the millions in the world. Yeah. What are some of the locations on here? We have Detroit, Michigan, where Sam says yes to 
Lucifer, we have Ilchester, <coughs> Maryland, where Sam is high on demon blood, manipulated into killing Lilith. We have Hope Springs, Idaho, um, where Chuck, a.k.a. Carver Edland, and the author of the Supernatural books finally reveals that he is God. We have Hibbing, Minnesota, the hometown of Sheriff and eventual hunter Donna Hanscom. And um, Lawrence, Kansas, where it wasn't just the location of Sam's childhood home. It was where their mom, Mary, met her initial fiery ends. Lawrence was also intended to be the location for the first and final showdown between Michael and this person in season five. This road trip would be very cool, but of course, very expensive. That's true. Guest stars. People are strange. Pages 60 and 61. Who are some of the awesome celebrity guest stars that appeared on Supernatural? Uh, Dee Wallace played Mildred Baker. Um, you would know Dee Wallace from Cujo or E.T. who played um, the, Barry the mother. Yep. And she was, uh, and more recently, a lot of people might know her. <clears throat> might know her from Rob Zombie's uh, film. She's popped up in a lot of those. Was she Mother Firefly? No, she no, but she's been in. She was in um, Thirty One and and uh, not Thirty One. She was in Lords of Salem. She was in Halloween. She helped defeat the Banshee haunting her home in that yep. episode. Mm -hmm. We have Rick, Rick Springfield, Vince Vincent slash Lucifer. He was Lucifer's original vessel. First vessel. <coughs> we also have Gary Cole, who played Brad Redding. Uh, Office Space and Veep Star shows up on a movie set as the boys look into a murder. We have Barry Broswick. Boswick, excuse me. Who played Jay. Um, you would know him from the Rocky Horror Picture Show or Spin City. And he plays a magician who suddenly has his groove back. Season four, Chris Angel is a douchebag, which we have covered. We have Julie Benz, who played Layla Rourke. Benz was the first Buffy veteran to appear on Supernatural. The memorable season one episode, Faith, has also introduced monstrous reapers. We had Paris Hilton. Uh... You would know her from saying that's hot or from House of Wax. And she played a ship-shifting god. Does it say what god, though? Because this is an episode we're considering covering coming up. But if we don't know the god, we'll just, do, we'll just talk about House of Wax. <laughs> because um, this, is, this is, by the way, a great episode. This is a lot of fun. It says she's a leshy, a shape-shifting god that takes on the form of any object of worship. Mm, interesting. Okay, go on. <clears throat> we have James Marsters and Charisma Carpenter played Don and Maggie Stark. Also from uh, Buffy Payne. Exactly. Um, they play a feuding pair of witches. There was Linda Blair, who was the exorcist. And she, oh, I love that episode. She plays a cop that ends up letting Dean go. This might be an episode, by the way, the Leshy, that we do as um, a couple 
we, we might split the episode in half because there is actually some lore on the Leshy. I just don't think there's enough lore on the Leshy. It looks like it just kind of repeats itself through the many different um, articles that I can find. The Leshy's showed up in many different forms of media as well, but it also shows up in a lot of fiction like Hellboy and Supernatural. Excellent. In, these, in, in, in Hellboy, it fights the Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> Which they never did on Supernatural. They never did the Baba Yaga on Supernatural, I think. I think the, uh, the word was said like once, maybe twice ever. But yeah, there were so many monsters I wanted to see fought. They never did a they never did a mummy, and everyone can say that they did a mummy and monster movie, but that wasn't a mummy. No, they never go to a museum where there's a mummy wrapped in bandages. It comes to life because someone's. It would have been the simplest plot line ever. Go to a museum, have some thieves go to a museum, steal some Egyptian crap. Bring a mummy to life. Sam and Dean have to figure out who has the Egyptian crap. Get it back before the mummy kills off everyone one by one by one. Make it a parody of the mummy film with Brendan Fraser. Make Dean drop Brendan Fraser references left and right. I don't care. It would have been a lot of fun. And we could have had the simplest monster, a mummy. It's not hard. It's just a zombie wrapped in bandages, people. <laughs> I want to see that, but I want to see Brendan Fraser play the person that Dean is making Brendan Fraser references to, and he's oblivious because he's not playing himself. Or have the first victim be Brendan Fraser as a security guard at the museum when the mummy comes to life and starts breaking out of its case after the, after the thieves steal the thing, and he's the, the, he's the security guard investigating, and then the mummy kills him. <clears throat> I'm going to save up millions of dollars that I'm going to make this episode. Okay, you you make this fan episode. You hired uh, Misha and Jensen. Absolutely, Jensen and Jared. <laughs> and Brendan Jensen and Jared. Yeah, we don't. Uh, Misha doesn't need to be in the episode. There, there's no real need for supernatural overpowered angels. You know what I mean? But there might be. <laughs> and then we have Mercedes McNabb, who played Lucy, poor doomed Lucy, uh, yet another bu- Buffy actor. Who yep. is who's uh, retired, by the way, from acting. Oh. She, we just covered her on uh, the Dead TV podcast, uh, where I talk about canceled television shows, and we're currently doing another CW show, Reaper, which was airing uh, right around the same, at the same time as the uh, third and uh, fourth season of Supernatural. Wow. We also have Snooki. Yep. Dean comes back from, um, I think Dean comes back from uh, Purgatory because it's like a year later. So he misses the year where the Jersey Shore was a big deal. And he's like, uh, he's, uh, Dean uh, asks uh, Sam, what, what's a Snooky? And Sam's, you don't want to know. He was like, well, if I ever find out, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I swear I thought there were more celebrity guests than these 11. There has to be. The show was on for over 350 episodes. I think these are just the highlights. They have to be, right? Yeah, I guess so. But there were a lot more. I mean, Supergirl guest starred on the show. Well, they had Gandhi and they had Abraham Lincoln. Okay, but those weren't the real people. (laughs) I was just playing. Yeah, those weren't the real people. Um, I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has become a huge star after after he left Supernatural. Supernatural made him what he is. Yeah, I mean, I think around the time season three was out in 2010, season four, no, season, yeah, season four and five were around 2010. He was in Watchmen. 
Hmm. Uh, Mark Pellegrino would play the devil, of course. And this is the article of the baddie, Sympathy for the Devil. Um, in my opinion, the devil became the worst villain on the show. He was the darkest villain. When he when he rose up, it was a big deal. It was scary. It was like, oh my god, the devil, you know, the Lazarus rising, that whole sequence, season five. Yeah, he was a little jokey once in a while, but he was still very dark. And then he just became a joke when he like came a whiny back, little brother. He was awfully written. He was one of the worst written characters on the show. I am not sorry, but he was not the devil anymore. I mean, when you watch the Lucifer TV show, you know going into that, the devil is going to be your best friend. But on this, it was not great. <clears throat> no, it was just, it was a little cringy seeing, like, I'm sorry, Mark Pellegrino, but it was a little cringy seeing him come on screen. I was like, oh, what's he going to whine about me now? We have original Ruby played by Katie Cassidy. And then, of course, it was played by Genevieve Padalecki. Uh, Mark Shepard. There's Crowley, off-again, on-again villain. Um, Alistair, um, played by Christopher uh, Head, Head, Headerhall. And then we had uh, Meg. We had two versions of Meg. Which Meg do you like? Um, uh, original blonde Meg. I love that short haircut. I love a short, short haircut on a woman. I really loved her in the first episode. But then I didn't like her until she came back in a different vessel. You mean you liked her when um, you didn't know who she was up until the very end where she cut the cut the truck driver's throat? Yes. <coughs> yes. And then it was like, ooh, who's this? And then, I don't know. I don't know. Stairway to Heaven. Uh, this is pages 70 and 71 where we introduce to the angels and how much a bunch of dicks they are. Um, the angels are not nice people. We have Michael, Metatron, Gabriel, Naomi, Chuck, God, um, Zachariah, Gadriel, Raphael, and Castiel. And again, some of these are played by pretty big actors, like um, uh, uh, Zachariah is played by Kurt Fuller, um, best known from the Wayne's World movies, and like dozens and dozens of other roles that he's ever been in. As well mm. as, of course, uh, Metatron was uh, Curtis Armstrong. Oh my gosh, he is such a sweetheart in real life. It's hard for me to look at him as the dick he is in the show. Live and let die. The top 10 ways the Winchesters have been killed off. It's, it's such a stupid list because of how many times they have died and been brought back to life. It's become its own joke. It's, it's another part of the show I never liked. Oh, the Winchester died. Well, they're not ending the show. They're obviously going to come back. Roll my eyes. The only time that ever made me feel like it meant something was when Sam got killed in, at the end of season two, Dean got killed at the end of season three. And then later on when they're in the apocalypse world and Sam gets bitten and, and to death by a bunch of vampires, a close call, not close call, sorry, the last bite, you know, and Lucifer brings Sam back to life. Yeah. That meant that was like, Oh, maybe, maybe this is going to happen. <laughs> Like, they changed the rules in it a lot. I remember what a what a huge deal it was, and Dean had Cass's handprints on him for, like, ever. And then it just was like, snap your fingers, like, oh, they're back. No big deal. But also, like, I don't know. I don't know. They rewrite the rules several times as they go. Right. Um on uh, the CW shows, characters have been killed off and brought back, and it's just as annoying. You know, the, the CW shows, uh, what am I saying? Uh, the Arrowverse shows. 
Yeah. Which the Arrowverse shows have now taken over Supernatural in terms of like their giant mythology of continuity and stuff. You know what I mean? Flash, Arrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Superman and Lois, Stargirl, and Naomi. <laughs> Yeah. That's all the shows connected to the CW's Arrowverse. And more connections because of the fact that on Crisis on Infinite Earths, did you watch that crossover? I did not. There is a scene where Grant Gustafson, who plays the CW Flash, run, running through the Speed Force, runs into the Ezra Miller Flash from the movies. Hmm. So even the DC movies are in continuity with the CW shows. <clears throat> and Ezra Miller is coming back to play the Flash again in the Flash movie coming out this November. <clears throat> uh, which, which, by the way, will have Michael Keaton returning to play Batman. Very nice. Jim, uh, we have the fandom... Is uh, part of the issue. Issues, uh, sorry, pages eighty to eighty-one. This giant crowd shot at San Diego Comic Con uh, with the Supernatural cast signing autographs. I would love to have been there to get one of those. Oh, it's so crazy to think that that ever happened. Not, not a single mask or social distancing in sight. Nope. Well before it. Now, on page eighty-two, there's a book here called "Family Don't End with Blood," and uh, Lynn uh, Zerbernis. Uh, has been on the show. She's in the psychology episode that I think you uh, unfortunately had to miss out on, Mel. I was so sad about that. <laughs> That's so exciting. Um, and then I do love the lower right-hand shot on page 83 of the Scooby van parked right next to uh, Baby with the actor dressed as Scooby-Doo with Sam and Dean. Yes. And there's Good Bobby. Good old Come Bobby. together. Uh, stars unite for charity. So just a little bit about the charity that the Supernatural guys do. People this high profile, of course, are always going to be involved in charity. It's it's honestly, it's whether or not they are a good person. More, more than likely, they're they're a good person. They want to give. They 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 have succeeded in their life. They're they're you know they're doing well enough for themselves. And I guarantee it's also their agent pushing them, being like, you know what, we're really good for your image. Go go clean up the go clean up the highway. Go 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 visit the the dying children in the hospital. You know things like that. Yeah. Um. More more than a feeling. I do love this on page eighty eight and eighty nine. It has Sam Dean and Misha. Uh, Sam uh, uh, Jared Jensen and Misha dancing with skeletons in the uh, graveyard. I need a poster like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, of course. I do love this picture of uh, Jared Jensen, Misha, um, Danielle Ackles, who, by the way, was on the show. She was in the last couple seasons of The Supernatural. Uh, I always forgot that that was uh, Jensen's uh, real-life wife. And Genevieve Padalecki looks beautiful with like the dark lipstick and eyeliner around her eyes. She did Which, look God, look at how tall her husband is compared to her. <laughs> Whoa. That is crazy. I wish I was as tall as uh, 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 Jared. Really do. Uh, we get a shot in here on page 93 of Charlie, which is great because I always love Felicia Day. I, I've had an opportunity or two to meet her. I've missed it. I forgot that she was at a con. She was at PAX East in 2020 uh, in February, and I was stuck at a fucking booth, and they wouldn't let me leave to go meet a Felicia Day. She was doing like a like a signing, like a free signing. And I was like, 
fuck, I want to meet Felicia Day so badly. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I was so pissed. I was just like, there's this thing I want to go do. And they're like, oh, you can't. I was like, why? And they're like, oh, because you're supposed to be here. And I'm like, this temp agency that hired us out for Square Enix was like so strict with their like, you got to be here from nine, like open and close the convention every day. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do we get any kind of break whatsoever? Oh, you can take a break once in a while. Not like an hour break, whatever, which is like by law what we're supposed to be able to have. You know, shit like that. Like, no, you got to be here the whole time or go home. Hmm. Yeah, it was really fucking awful. <laughs> on page 94, we have the boys on the Impala. Just look like they love in life. And then on page 96, we have Sam's Good Hair Days and there is a list from A, B, C, all the way to O of the best hair episodes and it's just so fun to see. I think that's hilarious. What's his hair like right now on the um, Walker Texas Ranger show he does? Uh, I feel like, if anything, it's closest to probably number seven on this list, like midway to between the ear and the shoulder. Gotcha. And then, of course, um, uh, Jensen Ackles is going to be showing up on The Boys later this year. I think it's coming out this summer. Season three is finally happening. It skipped a year just because of the uh, pandemic and delay in shooting. Um, but uh, The Boys season three is coming back, and uh, the showrunner of that is Eric Kripke. He's been uh, in charge of The Boys for the last two seasons. He likes to keep his friends close. I'm looking forward to it. That show is fantastic. I did never, I never read the comic book until the show, but prior to the show starting. It was like literally two weeks or a week before the show started. I got, I downloaded all the comic books and I was just like whew, reading through them as fast as I could. Cause I completely missed the comic book when it came out. So um, I'm not completely caught up, but I'm really looking forward to uh, what's going to happen next on the boys. The comic is very different, but it's very similar in tone. So a lot of the characters are there, but they made a lot of changes with uh, the show. Oh, okay, so kind of like The Walking Dead, how it goes differently than... Yeah. Um, there is a lot more sexual assault and rape in the comic book. And I mean that by both gay and straight. Um, I mean, there is so much horrific <laughs> sexual assault in the comics that they had to tone that down for the show. There was just no way they were going to be able to do that. Even on Prime, where they get away with a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, they I just, know. they had to tone it down. <laughs> and that's fine, because it just, it, 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 uh, it doesn't it translate really, the same on the screen. It doesn't translate the same on the screen, and people can get extremely turned off by seeing, um, you know, any kind of sexual assault. What's doesn't matter what it is. And yeah, there is sexual assault on the show, obviously. But there is, to the 10th degree that it is in the comic, it is incredibly toned down. The sexual content in general in the comic is to the 10th degree. So it's not even just rape. It's just like sex in general is huge in the comic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's just the way Warren, you know, uh, Garth Ennis writes it, which is totally fine. Um, it doesn't take away from enjoying the comic or whatever. The violence in the comic is also to a, a thousand degree versus the show. Like the show's had some violent stuff on it, but the comic just is like, Good God, is there violence in the comic? Yeah. So you think there's you've seen some shit on the show, you haven't seen anything until you read the comic. Anyway, 
that's it for this episode covering Entertainment Weekly. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks or about a month with our first brand new episode uh, covering not so much a creature, but creature-like experience as we talk to somebody about near-death experiences. And then after that, Mel will uh, post what the next creature is possibly going to be coming up. Yeah. We're definitely going to be doing uh, going into season five because we skipped through a lot of season four because it was a lot of repeat monsters. But we're going to take a look at what we have remaining for season four before we enter season five. Um, I did say that there's an episode or two of season five. I don't want to do like we don't. I don't think we need to do zombies. There's enough podcast out there about zombies. We don't need <laughs> more zombies on this show because there's the episode where Sam goes. Dean goes in the future. Sam has been taken over by Lucifer, and the crow and toe virus has turned people into zombies. We do not need to do an episode about zombies. There are hundreds of podcasts about zombies. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, we might do an episode about Lucifer, uh, Lazarus Rising. So, well, uh, you know, I don't think we've done Lucifer yet, but we'll have to double check. That's good to me. Mel, where can people find you? At Mel Heflin on all social medias. Great. And you can find me on all social medias as well under Radio Horror. You can buy my graphic novel, Blada, A Dracula Tale, and check out my other CW-centered podcast right now. It's not a CW podcast in general. But currently, we are talking about Reaper over on the Dead TV podcast, which is about a boy who's the devil's bounty hunter. Good stuff. And we'll be back. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Good to be back.